Yo, 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 it's the PDI Show. I am your host of the Clear Mind Fitness Podcast. Let's go. It's Clear Mind Fitness, baby. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome back to another episode of the Clear Mind Fitness Podcast, episode number 14. Let's go Thursday. You know, I got to always show the love, man. You know, I, that's, that's just how it goes. <laughs> that's just how it goes, man. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Clear My Fitness Podcast. This is episode number 14, and it is called Peer Pressure. Peer Pressure. How y'all doing today? Whether you're driving in your car, you're working out, you're on your way to work. Yeah, driving in your car or on your way to work, either or. There are some things that you think about. And when you think about your life, you think about what comes with it, right? You think about what comes with it, the people who are in it, and the people who you can reposition reposition in it as well. Now, I say I want to call today's episode peer pressure for a couple reasons. Now, one thing that I identified within the last few months is that peer pressure has no age, right? It has no age. And before you think that, oh, man, it probably doesn't apply to you, think about the pressures that you go through daily amongst your peers, amongst the ones who you compare yourself to, even though you shouldn't. But I also understand there's a certain level of life that you want to amass at a certain time, and that's understandable. We're human. So we compare and contrast, regardless if we realize it or not, there's always a comparison. But the fine line is to know that, you know, people aren't you and you aren't them. There are certain things that you're going to do, certain things that you're going to achieve that they won't achieve. And that's fine. That's life. And while that can be life, that's their life. And you have your own as well. But what I realize is that peer pressure doesn't have an age, but longevity has its place. Martin Luther King said that. Shout out to it being. Martin Luther King Day on Monday. But he has to, he said, longevity has its place. So you think about the pressures that you still go through every single day, but only because of who you compare and contrast to. Now, a lot of times you won't compare and contrast yourself in a negative light because your narrative can't picture it as such. You tell your mind to just uh, bury the negative thoughts or any type of energy that doesn't align with your morals or your values because like I said you know even with your sacred circle they should be the ones who really give you the insight on how you guys construct business and how you construct your life right so you really shouldn't care too much about the outside noise and that's trying to validate other people's opinions when they really don't matter to you or the ones around you because they can't see what you see and they can't go where you go because you have a special gift They have a special gift as well, but they aren't at a certain level of life yet where they can amass and unlock the key, have the key to unlock the door, whatever it is they're trying to go in life. They're not you and you're not them. And like I said last week, you don't work this hard, you know, to stay the same around people you don't like. So it's like, let's stop pressuring ourselves into thinking that we must be exactly where our peers are at because everyone unlocks a certain level at a certain point in their lives. I had to wait over 30 years 
to amass a mindset to say, hey, you can change your life. Hey, you can lose 100 pounds in eight months. I did that. What's next? Hey, you can ride 100 miles on your bike in a day. Okay, what's next? There are goals that you can achieve if you really just start believing in yourself and stop pressuring yourself into thinking that you must fit into a mold of someone else. Think about it. If you don't take their bad problems and tribulations, you why always take the good? That's why I say, you know, even when it comes to people and their health, you know, they say, well, you know, I, I, on average, I, I, like I said before, do we think? Do you think like an average person? And most people said no. You know, I got messages saying, oh, I don't think, Patrick, I, I like that point of saying, no, I'm not average because I don't do what average people do. And I said, well, keep that same energy when it applies to normal things in life or things just outside of the normalcy of what you were exposed to. And that's why knowledge is power. So the more that you know, the more that we can grow together. Because if you stay where you're at, and I'm not bringing you along with knowledge that I have, I kind of feel as if we'll be at a stalemate at some point. Like, even with the whole Harriet Tubman thing, like, and I've been studying her for numerous reasons because it's, it's amazing to me. It's fascinating to me that she freed over thousands and thousands of slaves. But she even stated, and I, and I don't want to quote her just exactly, but she even said, I could have freed even more people if they knew that they were slaves. But if you're not exposed to knowledge, then you won't be exposed to power. So what what do people do to keep the knowledge away? They, they make it as if it seems as harder than what it is when all actuality, if you come together and you're building and growing, there's really no pressure amongst your peers because your peers are going to help you grow. Your peers are going to raise you up where you're down and then you're going to do it back and forth. And then it's a domino effect of positivity. Listen to what I'm saying to you. Longevity has its place. Martin Luther King said that. But we have to start somewhere. We have to start at some point. So at what at what point do we come together, build and grow and go places we've never been before? Because the pressure amongst our peers doesn't need to be at the focal point of what people are blocked by the blessings and the opportunity that may follow. Think about that for a second. I'm going somewhere with this. So that a human will only use you until you until they can't. So let go of those leeches, okay? Because you're hosting them again. That's the pressure. You're pressuring yourself into hosting people that, that don't really care about you. They don't care about you and your little life. So why do you care so much about theirs? I said this before. Longevity has its place. I Just understand what I'm saying. If you keep growing and getting older and you're not maturing within the process, you're still getting older with the same problems. And then people look at you and now you feel pressured amongst your peers because you're supposed to be at a certain point in life. Because this person has amassed this type of success and this person has done this type of success and then you're right where you're at because you don't think what you've done is enough. But if you just take the pride out, take the feelings, take the emotions out of it and just see that you don't have to be an enemy of your friend. Your friends can still be, uh, you all can be prosperous together in your endeavors. But people don't think about that sometimes. They're pressured amongst the peers. I'm over trying to get people to cheer for me, even if I'm better than the competition, because I realize that those fans won't cheer for me. I think I saw I saw that somewhere. Like those fans aren't gonna cheer for you. You can't expect someone else to feel some type of way about you. You don't have their respect, or you, and frankly, you don't need it. You respect yourself. So if you respect yourself enough. You kind of understanding that, hey, I don't need validity from someone else. I don't need validity from outside people. I have myself first, my circle, and then I have, first of all, I have God first. 
Then I have my circle from the people that God put into my life. I told you before, if you start looking at your life like a franchise, like a sports team, because this is the, the like in lamest terms, I love to put it because simplicity is key. So if you really just start running your life, I, I want to keep saying this to you. This, this is what we're going to do, like a workshop on just running your life like a business. Because if you just run it like a scout, you know, and because you're the first person that gets to see the, the not only the competition, but you get to see the talent. Right. So if you treat yourself like the scout and the scout sees the competition, they see the talent first, then you can put together a a team. You could put together a team just by knowing where to put people in their position. When I had those eight people listening to me for the interview, I thought it was pretty dynamic because all eight people had a job. But all of their jobs had time limits. There was no need for them to pressure themselves into thinking that they had to amass so much knowledge and information when their team was strong enough to build it for them. Think about what I just said. Eight people are listening to me and they all have fragments of 10 minutes where they all sit and they analyze. So if you have eight people, you have 80 minutes. That's what you have an hour and 20 minutes of listening to me talk. Right. So you're like, okay, they take that 10 minutes here. That person analyzes that their their point. That person takes the next person takes their point. And it's point after point after point. And then they come together and now you have a movie, essentially, right? You come together and when you build it, it's almost like a script. So that right there, I had to think about that in its totality. I'm like, wow. If you have a team and a network of people that can multiply that. Each and every time that you go out into the world, think about how powerful you will be. You got to let go of the people who would just have that zip code mentality. I told you that zip code mentality to keep you right where you're at because some people are fine being where they're at. And I just said you don't work that hard to stay the same and you're not going to work that hard to, to be around people you don't like. You have to let people learn for themselves even when it hurts. I know all too well to try to fit in where you don't belong. <laughs> it's like you can't keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. It's like you're going to keep getting the same result each and every time. We're programmed to think because people treat us right today that they're going to treat us right tomorrow. That's not happening because even when I said about being a sport, you know, a lot of times talent can breed the toleration. That means sometimes your, your potential and your talent can make it, you can kind of mask some of your issues because you're so talented. Think about how many people mask their, their, their issues or their, their weaknesses within a friendship. They don't let you know that, hey, I'm here for you in this regard, but I'm, my weaknesses, my stamina is not to be your friend for too much long. I can't really do it. Think about the awareness, the agility. You, you start thinking about that like a friend and you start taking the pressure off yourself because you say, wait a minute. This person isn't strong in this in this in this uh, capacity, so I'm not going to uh, ostracize our relationship because they don't agree with my morals or just my narrative in this context. Think about that. The awareness. If you have a friend that on a zero to a hundred base, if you have a friend that has awareness of a hundred, then that's one of the languages that you all could communicate with each other because your your um, acceleration might be high. That might be at a hundred. So if your acceleration is high and their awareness is high, now you both have a stat attributes that can help levy out each other that's how teams work because each position has everyone has a certain rating right so when they have a rating you try to get the best person for that position with the highest rating in certain categories speed agility acceleration think about the people who are in your life who slow you down who try to keep you from going where you're trying to go think about the pressures that they give you you don't need those pressures so you start repositioning those people right that's what i'm trying to tell you stop pressuring yourself into thinking that you have to be at a certain 
place in life because you've seen somebody else do it. Like I interact with different categories of ages all throughout the day. I see peer peer pressure every single day amongst all age categories. And I'm just like, wait a minute. And that's why I said it doesn't have an age. I'm seeing people who are 50, 60 years old still being pressured because they're not at a certain point in life as someone else. I'm not going to keep comparing my life to someone else. I told you I'm not an average person, so I don't have average ideas. So before I compare myself to you, I'm going to look at myself in the mirror and start holding myself accountable and start to figure out if my circle is holding me accountable as well. Because if they aren't, then we're going to be divided more than we can be together. And that's not what we need. So I need to be that leader. I need to be that governor to make sure that we can govern how the, the team works. I'm the manager. You see what I'm saying? I'm the CEO. Those were the things that you do when you need to make sure things are in place and things are in place at the right time. You put those type of people. I told you, I don't have to let you go. I don't need to release you, but I might have to reposition you because you might have been in my starting lineup. But now you're coming off the bench. But now you're coming off the bench at an essential time where the next team is not as strong as when they started off because their bench isn't as strong as mine. Their scouts weren't as good as mine. Their general manager wasn't as wise as me. So it's like think about where you can go if you really start putting the, the effort. The opportunities are there. You got to just put it in place. Think about what I'm telling y'all. Let's go. Man, what? I'm excited because I know because I've been consistently consistent in all of my endeavors and look at where it's taking me. I'm telling you right now, I don't think you understand what I'm saying, but just to know that I was ranked number three dad in the world, people look at it like, oh man, that ain't nothing. Yes, it is. Don't let somebody try to take away from you from what you're doing because you're doing what they want to do. They just can't do it because they don't have the effort. They don't have the drive. They don't have the mentality, but you be, I'm telling you, if you just be remain consistently consistent, you can do it. Hey, John used to say something all the time. He would rather have a small win than a big loss any day. And I love that because all, every small win leads to a bigger opportunity. Think about that. A small win is better than a big loss because as long as you're winning, you're progressing. And as long as you're progressing, you're growing. And when you're growing, you're doing things you ain't never done before. You understand what I'm saying? Let's go. Man. Woo. I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling great today. Let those people go, man. And I got a shout out too. I got a shout out France, Spain. Canada and Germany because man the numbers have been going up and I just want to say I, I thank you I just want to put that out there in the middle of the show just put it out there now man and I appreciate every person who contributes to this effort man because I'm showing you right now that all you need to do is just do what you love to do and once you start doing that you will have people understand the following you will have people say you know what I like what you do. Or then your network opens up because there are many things that you do that people like that just don't know that you do it yet because you're scared about what the next person is going to say. You're scared about what they're going to talk about you behind closed doors. Who cares? Just be you and love it. Because if you can be you and love it, there's no pressure in being you once you really found yourself. You identify with who you are. That way you can identify where you want to go. I'm telling you, get your awareness up. Get your agility up. Think about it. Get your vision. You know, there are certain players that have certain attributes, and that's what makes them great because of the awareness. Awareness is key. And as long as you're aware, you can grow. You can build. But the moment you stop being aware, your awareness starts going down, you start thinking about the people who are leeching off of your energy. I've never really seen a situation like a human would use you until they can't use you anymore. That's life. But every relationship needs to be reciprocal. It's going to teach me something. I'm growing from something. I'm learning from something. This is what life is about. 
Life is about building, growing, and going places we've never been before. I, I saw San, Shannon Sharp say this this quote last week, and I thought that was pretty magical. He said, some people will sink your ship because they can't captain your boat. I thought that was real. I'm like, dang, man, that's that's crazy. Some people will sabotage you because you're doing something that they want to do, but they can't remain consistent because they love to blame someone else for their shortcomings. They love to blame someone else. They're a product of their environment. But you're already 30 years removed from your environment and your environment has changed, but you have remained the same. You can only be a product of so long once you're aware. That's why you don't need certain people with bad attributes. There's a reason why certain people are on certain teams because you don't fit the mold. And when you don't fit the mold, the numbers show. <laughs> Analytically, mentally, emotionally, because all of this plays into the disparities of what we don't know. And if you don't have the knowledge, then you're not growing together because that's what I want to do. I want to make sure that people who look like me, people who want to listen, people who just want to be together because inclusion is something else that we don't have because most people always want to be in the driver's seat when all in all, sometimes it's okay to passenger the ride so you can learn from the best. You can learn and see and still, it never has to be just one person being the, the best person that, you know, at, at what they do You know I don't want to be The smartest person in the room I don't want to just be, Always be focused on me Because there are Other many things In life that we can achieve If we come together I love it man I love it I, th- th- This has been great Like just think about What I said man You know Talent breeds toleration And the more you think That someone's just They have the potential You know they, they have the talent A lot of times That can be masked In many different ways so be the best GM you can. Be the best scout that you can. And when even in, you know, hard times, you may have to reposition people and may have to come off the bench. They may need to be the sixth man, and that way they can win most improved player. <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to have a setback for a big comeback, for real. You really do. You know, people don't want to hear that, but it's the truth. You go through things in life a lot of times when you think that, you got it all set out and you're comfortable where you're at because being comfortable is just easy. You don't have to do anything. It's just, it is what it is. But when you start realizing like, wait a minute, man, I don't like where my life is. I know people right now, my age and, 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 and lower, higher, they still dealing with pressures and traumas that they never dealt with. So a lot of times they really just need to talk to the people who cause the traumas or at least talk to someone who can understand the traumas. Because it's a lot of traumas going on, and we just got to talk about it. There's so many pressures that go on. Like, I, I deal with teenagers all day, you know, and the influence is real. So it's like you have to think about what you say and what you do because how you carry yourself is how people embody the narrative. And that's what, the, and that's what they see. They only go off what they see. And I definitely want the, the younger generation to see a, a positive image when you see me. You know, and that's why I work hard and I work with them every single day because you're, you, they are going to be products of their environment. But if you're going to be a product of the environment, let's start changing the narrative on an environment that may not look as, you know, appealing to most people. But you can understand that roses can grow anywhere. Flowers can bloom. You just got to give them a little water and let them grow. Give them a little sun. I say I about to say sun and shun. <laughs> but now give them a little sun. You know, it's like a lot of times it's hard to look at someone be very smart and you know you want them to blossom you want them to grow you want them to bloom 
but they don't believe in themselves enough. That's the Harriet Tubman aspect. Like I thought about that. I told you I've been studying Harriet Tubman. Like she was so good at what she did that they wanted forty thousand dollars for her. Et said this back then. He was like they wanted forty thousand dollars for this woman dead or like they was like we just want her because she you messing you messing things up. It was a lot of pressure into doing what she what she did. And you think about it, in today's money that'd be about one point five million dollars. So she was worth one point five, and she was worth that bounty was worth one point five in today's money and eighteen forty nine, eighteen fifty. Think about that. And she said, I just, I just wanted to free my people and I could have freed more people if they knew that they were slaves. So it was like, you know, I'm really big on, you know, being vegan, but I don't harp on it. But if there's a way that I'm trying to lead you down the path of just saying cutting back on what you've been doing, especially if you have the health problems that I had. I just didn't want to acknowledge it because I was comfortable in where I was at, but I was making no progress. But my health was consistently and constantly declining. But I was in doubt i was in a whole submersion of just negative thinking and i didn't want to get out of that because it felt good to just relish in where i was at because i didn't have enough knowledge but once i started to read and research and i'm just like wait a minute there are some things that i can reverse in my life so when i reversed sleep apnea i reversed high blood pressure you know the the one cancerous polyp that was there is gone they're still studying it today but they're like, hey, you made progress. So I want to redirect some of the narratives and thinking that we can't change into how we live, breathe, and eat. Like there's many different things that we can do. And I just want to help some of us just get rid of the mindset of old. Let's stop traditionally thinking with everything. You must elevate the mindset of today. You know, even when you can go off old sayings of people, it's just like try to relate it in today's terms and in today's light because a lot of things are different. On that note, man, I feel great. I feel amazing. I am about to get out of here, man. This is episode 14, man. We got six episodes left. We have six episodes left. And hopefully I can be uh, announcing some things soon. And I'm just I'm just feeling great right now. So on that note, I'm out of here. I love you. And you already know what time it is with me. It's Clear Mind Fitness, baby. Let's go.